0: The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio Twenty One
1: Podcast Cafe.
0: Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts Johnny Mags and Greg the Barbecue Broker De Giorgio. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio Twenty One Podcast Cafe in hot damn. Hot damn hot! Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you normally talk around the pit. As always, I'm joined by the Barbecue Broker.
1: What's up, my brother?
0: What's happening, man? How you doing? I'm. Uh. You
1: you ain't gonna get me. First you time on the sh- get me. First time on the show. I remember no, my first time on the gonna show get too. Get me on that one. Turn that damn. What's down. up? What's up, my dude? Dude,
0: I'm so excited today. Today's gonna be a this show. Is, oh. This Good is, show! I'm, I'm I'm pumped! I'm pumped! I know I'm gonna geek out. I'm afraid you should geek out.
1: I should <laughs> for sure. But competition coming up this weekend. I'm yeah. nervous. A little nervous.
0: It's gonna be fine. A KCBS followed, action. Followed. Keep it simple. Don't overthink it. Just cook. That's do all what you I do. need to do. Do what I do. Don't overthink that. Just cook. Just cook. And the results are gonna be the results. Cook your best product, don't get overwhelmed, don't jump the gun, don't overthink, don't Mm -hmm. change nothing. Just cook, and let the dice fall where they may. Tiny taps. That's it. And make sure you get my book signed by Billy.
1: Mm. I will, I will. All right, let's get this show rolling. Today is brought to you by Uncle Steve's Shake. Look. You ever wonder why no one's coming? You your barbecues, but yet when your neighbor lights up, everybody's coming. That's because your neighbor's using Uncle Steve's shake, and apparently y'all not. Chrissy can't even keep up the teleprompter with me. Look at her go. It means one thing. You better get you some right now. Uncle Steve Shake is handmade, uses only the finest ingredients, and comes in over 10 amazing flavors, including the new, comp- not so new, competition line, but many new flavors within. If you have any shake questions, Uncle Steve has fantastic customer service. He'll walk you through all your shake needs. It's time to take your backyard game and your competition game to the next level. At Uncle Steve Shake. Shake someone everything. Chrissy stop laughing at me oh because now who can't who, keep who, up, who <laughs> up? <laughs> yeah today's show also
0: brought to you by two guys smoke shop in twoguyscigars.com whether we are barbecuing or not we always keep the smoke rolling thanks to our friends at twoguyscigars.com today we are smoking the Zeno nicaragua thanks to our friends from twoguyscigars.com we get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world and so can you Just visit twoguyscigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two,
1: guyscigars.com. Also, back line fabrication and smokers out of Austin, Texas. If you guys don't know who this company is and who Ryan Newland is, you need to crawl out from that rock. He is one of the most premier pit builders in central Texas. You know, when you order pits from some of the larger guys, they sometimes, a lot of the times, they come out all looking the same. Not one pit leaves his shop looking like somebody else's. You want a complete one-off custom pit, live fire device made by the man himself, every square inch fabricated by Ryan Newland. Nope, two pits are the same, and the possibilities are endless. I would give this guy a check. Ryan Newland, backline smokers in Austin, Texas, and I know I'll be running mine at the KCBS Comp this weekend. So I'm excited. So check them out, backlinefab.com. And also...
0: And also our friends at customcuttingboardsrus.com. Ian Hemming has come up with a cutting board that is absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. Takes an absolute beating. Looks pristine. Just quality product. Made in the USA from start to finish. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, the last cutting board you'll ever need. I'll be bringing his brisket board to the comp this week. You get the brisket board, you get the dishwash board, which is your standard countertop style, yep. mm-hmm. and the new upcoming pizza, pizza board. board, which cuts oh. like a dream. Those grooves.
1: I've used it once already. Oh, That's fantastic. So welcome to
0: the family, welcome Ian. Welcome to the family, Ian. Brother, thank All you right. so much. So check everybody out. But, oh, okay. All right. We need get to get nervous. the business
1: today. Let's get the we, business. Because oh, this is a short enough show as it is. Less than an hour, and I'm sure we got plenty to talk. I know we have plenty to talk about. You do. so. Oh, I'm ready to rock. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: please welcome, uh, I ought, I have to say, an inspiration to me <laughs> and Greg and a lot of everybody listening, because we all got in a barbecue game the same way, and mm-hmm. our guest was part of that. 100%. Um, with everything that's gone on the past year, I can honestly say probably the busiest person in barbecue ladies and gentlemen danielle better better known as diva q danielle how are you hey guys what's up danielle thank you so much for taking the time to join us i appreciate it that's it's awesome to talk to you
2: I'm, I'm a little jealous. I happen to smoke a lot of cigars. I've got a couple humidors. I am that kind of girl. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. As soon as you told me about your sticks for tonight, I'm like, why didn't I think about this? I We
1: can give
0: you a minute. Go grab a uh, stick. Yeah. We yeah. can give you a minute you and you want to, you want to join in? Absolutely. We'd
1: love to smoke a cigar you with, you, with a you. Let's go. Okay. Hold on. I'm right. holding. We're not going, we're not going anywhere. This is where we live for the next hour.
2: Well, then I'm good with this because I'm going to go to my humidor
1: now. Oh. <laughs> I love it. I guys, love it.
2: You guys are smoking a, a Nicaraguan?
1: Yep. The Zeno. Yep. The Zeno. What,
2: what, what size are you guys smoking? What size is your cigar?
0: These ones are the Robustos, I believe. I think yep. they are. Yep. Yeah.
2: Robustos are always a good choice. Mm-hmm. So let me grab a couple things here. Love it. Yeah, you guys didn't know about this. I, I did not let people know about smoking for a long time. <clears throat> Cause honestly, why would I? Yep. Yeah. Let me grab. We'll do that. I'm <laughs> gonna have a cigar. I'm gonna have some bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Again, well, this is party. how we crossed. Oh, this is
1: how we crossed paths. For those that don't know. So you yeah, get for the
2: record. This is this is actually yeah. This is exactly how we crossed.
1: Paths. We were we were so Danielle uh, is in the clubhouse app, and I was invited by my buddy the commish. The um, I and he's That's like. I'm like, what is this clubhouse crap? You know, who, who's in here? He goes, oh, I don't know. I met some barbecue chick. I don't know. I think she's pretty famous. Chick. I think she's <laughs> pretty famous.
2: Some barbecue chick. I go,
1: I go, I go. Who? He's like, um, I, I don't know, Danielle. Uh, I go, Danielle from DivaQ Barbecue. He goes, Yeah, that's it. I go, You did not talk to her. He goes, Surely I did. He goes, to Watch. He, I download the app. I jump in with him. And then Danielle's in there running a, a, basically a chat room with a couple other, you know, chefs yeah, or whatever. I
2: run, I actually run the largest barbecue and grilling chat club there is. Mm-hmm. Um, for barbecue. So guys, this is just one of my humidors. Oh yeah. Say.
1: Oh. Hey. Your, girl's
2: a, your girls got a few. Mm-hmm. I've got quite a few in here. So I'm going to go with, huh? I am go to the Sigma
1: five. There you go. There you go. Keep going
2: on there. Beautiful. This is the one I travel with to all barbecue contests. This is my personal
0: humidor. Ah,
1: yes. Got to have the travelette.
0: I got a few of those. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: I like, yeah, I've got a few, you know, I've got some, I've got a wide variety of cigars. I actually was just up in North Carolina and I restocked
1: the one up
2: there. Um, But yeah, I'm definitely in the uh, pro cigar category. Cigar bourbon always goes well with barbecue.
1: What's your bourbon of choice, Danielle.
2: Um, I love, uh, so, you know, tonight I'm going to drink the Blantons, but I
1: actually, oh, so I
2: actually really love, um, Widow Jane out of New York, Ooh. Out, of, out of, out of Brooklyn. You ever had Widow Jane? I haven't,
1: but I've heard of it. I've never had it though. Okay.
2: So you need to get some Widow Jane. Okay. Widow Jane's out of Brooklyn. Uh, they've got their, Widow
1: Jane. it's incredible.
2: It's incredible. The mash comes from Kentucky. Um, mash from comes Brooklyn. from Kentucky water comes from the reservoirs underneath,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: and uh, I got to tell you, it's it's so beautiful because it's such a beautiful, um, beautiful, it's a beautiful bourbon. It's so caramelly and lovely.
1: Oh, uh, that's why I love bourbon. The I, sweetness.
2: I, I love is, it. Mm. I drink a lot of bourbons and a lot of whiskeys. Um, not a lot, but a, lot, a wide variety of them, so it always makes a good good thing. It's mm-hmm, always a good thing. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. like tor-
1: Left my torch in the house. let so not this What's up, Ben Ross? What's up, Great Reiner? Mike C. What's up? There we go, guys. What's up, everybody? Alton, oh. the dog father. Alton oh. is in the house. Let's hear it, Chrissy. Do you need your freaking yell? Do I am I yelling? Yes, you are yeah, yelling. Yeah, big time. <laughs> Do I have a talk? Sure.
2: So cheers, boys!
1: Cheers! There it it is. is. Cheers, Danielle. (laughs) All right,
0: all right. Well, speaking of the dog father, I was speaking with him last night, and Danielle, he actually said to say hello to you, dog father from the dog father barbecue of Alton Matthews. He was at brisket camp with you uh, last year, or what? What the year before? If it wasn't. Yeah,
2: I was. I was one of the speakers at Brisket Camp yeah. for Smoke Science and uh, and uh, to represent Smoke Science <coughs> and tell it really. So
0: awesome, yeah, it was awesome, good. Yeah, he he told me that I needed to be on my toes today. <laughs> he, he goes, that'll probably be a. Lie.
2: Those are probably probably some wise words.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Danielle, let's just get into. Well, first, before we get into it, I I say I have said this. I'm going to say it to you. I've said this to Junior Urias, Robbie Royal, David Bosca. Um, first and foremost, thank you um, for everything you've done in barbecue. And we've all started by watching you guys during Barbecue Pitmasters.
1: Absolutely. So,
0: if yeah. it wasn't for you guys and me falling in love watching you guys week in week out, um, <clears throat> th- this show would never have came. Become a part of it, any of it. So, thank you so much for the inspiration for all of us to get into this wonderful world we all we all love right now. Mm-hmm. So, thank you. Hundred
1: percent. Well, Cheers. you know,
2: there's uh, there's something that always people always say to people in barbecue is that nobody in barbecue ever got there themselves. This is the truth, right? I had some really wicked good mentors. Wicked.
1: Wick? Wicked. You like wicked. wicked. That's right, girl. You know. I, I had
2: to, to throw that out for
1: y'all. You know.
2: Um, <laughs> when I first started in barbecue in um, 2006, I had some um, like truly amazing, spectacular. Dino you know David Bosca from Butcher's Barbecue gave me my very first trimming knife.
0: You Victor know? Knox, if, if I'm not true, mistaken.
2: True, true story. He gave me my very first trimming knife. He saw me trimming up something. He goes, girl, I need to help you out. And uh, Karen Putnam. Uh, from Flower of the Flame she since passed on, um, you know, one of the things is, is that if it wasn't for their kindness and generosity of information and their mentorships, and, and that also goes to the Blacks family in Texas, the Mellor family in Texas, um, some really incredible uh, people that have extended their kindness over the years and, and allowed me to learn from them, I wouldn't have gotten where I am. So I think it's like a pay it forward kind of deal, you know, it really is. Um and you don't get anywhere in barbecue in this in this world because i'm you know and actually in the world of the barbecue 24/7 365 uh without some people's help so it's it's like an obligation i think that you know you pay it forward you always pay it forward and and kindness matters in my world you guys know if you've ever listened to me that if you're not a kind person get the hell out of my my way because yeah. i don't deal shit that mm-hmm. way uh
1: uh agree so
2: i think it's important it's always important to try to give back i
1: awesome. think i see awesome. that and i see that that pay it forward mentality quite a bit in in this industry, which which is really it it's comforting. It helps you, you know, gravitate to it more because it's it's family. Makes you feel like family, Uh you know?
0: Yeah. It's
1: been it's been everyone I've always met's always been just great about sharing what they do. I'm not saying they're gonna give you every little recipe or whatever, Uh but it's like, hey, here's the process. Make it your own, you know, and no everyone's just great great about sharing.
0: And uh um Billy Gillespie from Smoking Hogs says plus one on the Widow Jane. Ah. So he agrees, you know. <laughs> tell,
2: tell Billy. He, uh, we, we, we are way, him and Sean, uh, we are way overdue for a bourbon. Yeah. And, and Billy great great for all things. He's a good human as well, which is even more important to me. Yeah,
1: Billy's yeah. a really great good guy. man. Mm-hmm. Local boy. What's up, Crud Daddy? What's up, K-Yor, Eric Estrada? What's up, gentlemen? Hey, Billy Gillespie's in there right now. That's what I just said. Oh, I didn't know you said he was in the chat. Oh. <laughs> I don't listen to everything you say. So Daniel, Jesus.
0: we were talking on, you know, people helping each other out and everything. And you, um, you, you were saying some of the people who helped you out. But in cooking in general, who are some yeah. of your main influences?
2: Uh cooking, there would be like, you know, I, I took um I was so close and I should have done I should have done my chef's papers, but I never did. I went and took a whole bunch of professional courses, uh, well before barbecue. And um <clears throat> the other thing would be my grandmother more than anybody. My grandmother was a badass. You want to talk about a badass, incredible woman. My yes. grandmother, grandma P, total, total freaking badass. And she um, you know, she didn't know the culinary terms, you know, she couldn't tell you to to do a uh, uh, deglaze. She couldn't tell you to use, you know, um, what she wouldn't tell you what fond is. She wouldn't tell you all the culinary terms, but she, you know, as I get older, I'm 47 now and I've learned over the years, just how much she actually taught me. And one of the key things is that if it wasn't for her tutelage, um, funny enough, and I, and I really realized this last six, seven years, um, I probably wouldn't have the culinary chops that I've gotten out because she actually was one of those cooks. She's a depressionary, a depressionary woman. And so she, she taught me how to get the gelatin out of bones. She taught me how to do so many things that I didn't even realize until much later in my life going, holy shit. I remember being in her kitchen when I was a kid <laughs> and she, she's walking me through all these things. And it, it literally has been such a realization. these last, Like I said, six, seven years where I'm like, damn. I had no idea how much I learned from sitting there with her, why she would not salt things to a certain level, why she would treat meat a certain way, why we would uh, appreciate ham hocks and, and things like that. My, my grandmother was Polish and Russian and french uh grandfather so i come from a very wide variety of culinary influences that way but she taught me this really like one day we'd be making borscht from scratch and the next day we'd be making pierogies next day we'd be making head cheese the next day we'd be making sausage patties the next day we'd be grinding meat the next day we'd be making you know putting up preserves and pickles and everything else the next day we'd be you know searing off a steak and, and like so there's all these things that i learned that i didn't even realize until i was older and then going damn Grandma was a really good cook, like a really good cook, and just dealt with whatever she got thrown at her. And I think that's definitely what I am. Um, it's not just about the wagyu briskets. It's not just about, you know, your, your premium porks and things like that. It's about taking everyday ingredients and elevating it because of the application of heat, fire and smoke. And that's what I do. And so that's pretty cool to know that, uh, she imparted all these incredible lessons to my life. And so that's, I think she would be my number one. And then of course, all the culinary classes, I took so many culinary classes, it's just ridiculous. So, um, and that's, you know, that combined with barbecue is taking me here.
1: Nice. Amazing.
0: Awesome. Awesome.
1: Really awesome story.
0: Oh yeah, you know, you know, just watching, you know, everyone asking, you know, how do you, where, where, did this whole cooking thing come from? Mm-hmm. I go, you think I sat at that house and didn't pay attention to what my mother was doing? Mm-hmm. Exactly. In, in, in between, know. in between, wooden spoon wax.
1: You know, spoon, I was paying attention. <laughs> wooden spoon and the yardstick. I get the yardstick. I, the yardstick. Oh, I, I, I you get the frying. Frequently. I
2: got the, back of the, I, I got the back of the brush or the, the wooden Oof, spoon. Well, I got the yardstick in the back I, of I the legs. You, couple, a couple years ago, my grandmother's spoon. I had my grandmother's spoon. So, you know, the the, the spoon. You know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The spoon. Mm-hmm. So when she passed on years ago, I inherited her spoon. I cracked her spoon in half. And I literally had a core meltdown. I catch it going. It was like a day of death. It really was uh. at my house. It was horrible, and I'm like, nobody understands. Oh <laughs> you know, yeah. Spoon to everybody else, but that's literally whooped my ass. Stirred the sauce. Stirred the gravy. <laughs> stirred, you know, you know, <laughs> it, was, it was a multi-purpose kind of program. <laughs> and uh yeah, I remember that. It was pretty bad.
0: So I still haven't found a good replacement yet. <laughs> and so and, and with it. and with me, sometimes the sauce was still on the spoon when I got the ass whipped <laughs> exactly. from it. Yeah. Exactly. And you were probably like you you were probably like
1: need need more, needs more salt <laughs> <laughs> than awesome. oh, That's funny. That's
0: funny. That's funny. <sighs> oh yeah. Uh Let's, CJ, what's up? Randy. Salute. Chris Chris Tommy, what's happening, boys? Chat is blowing up. So Daniel, you've always, I'll, I'm just going to jump back to this past year, yeah. cause just because it's in the forefront, mm-hmm. and when I said probably the busiest person in barbecue, <laughs> you really were, you were literally live in that exact spot every day, cooking every something day. different. <laughs> yep and
2: it, it, well, it was a mental health thing for me too you have to understand okay it wasn't just about me showing people and, and, and mental health is important i have never ever in my entire life been home in one spot for that long i do not do well sitting still okay i have mm-hmm. learned these things about me during the pandemic i am not a person to sit still and i thought oh you know you'll just chill a bit and we'll just figure sure this that. out and then i'm like yep. i'm like anxious as hell and going what the flip Cause what am I going to do? Like I am normally on the road, 275,000 miles a year on plane. That is average for me. And to go from that to everything dead stops. I had literally when the pandemic started, I had just got off a plane from a trip to Australia and New Zealand teaching. And doing events for Traeger Grills and, you know, to do that and then go dead stop. I was one of the last flights that came into the U.S. Um, we are, you know, I'd gone to the Houston Livestock and Rodeo. Mm. I was there for some friends doing a, doing the contest. We had a great results, and, you know, all happy as hell about that. You know, first time I'd ever been there, got into the top 20, got into the top 10. Yeah, you know, just did an amazing job over there for the first time ever. Um, and everything was shutting down behind us, literally like it was almost like that deck of cards, you know, or the deck of dominoes, you know, yeah. everything was just shutting down behind us. Oh. And that's literally, I got, I went from Australia, New Zealand. I went right over to Texas, um, to do the Houston livestock and Mario. I literally had, you're ready for this. I had an entire suitcase full of Blanton's barbecue. I had bought an extra suitcase of 10 <laughs> bottles, uh, cause I was bringing back 10 bottles of bourbon because they had, Bl- they had this special reserve. And everything was like falling like dominoes behind me. I'm like, what the hell? And just like everybody else though. I mean, it's not a new story, right? Everybody's like, what is going on? And then when I got back here to my house here in Florida, I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do now? Like <laughs> seriously, and I need to cook, and I need to talk to people because I'm not good at staying still. I need to keep busy, and you know, everybody's got their different level of success and busy. And um, I've taken my own path, and I like it, and it makes me happy. But then I literally turned on uh, the camera one night and went, "Okay, I'm to make." I, I was I was feeding some first responders, actually, local first responders, and I turned the camera on. And the very first thing I did live was my grandmother's recipe for bread pudding because she never wasted a damn heel of bread or a piece of cake or whatever, or anything that was dried out. And I turned the camera on. And I went, okay, well, we'll see who shows up. And the uh, Facebook fan page was at twenty three, twenty four thousand 24,000 people at that point. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to turn it on. If people show up, that's great. If not, it is what it is, right? I, I, I've got to do something. I've got to do something with uh, my own <coughs> safety, sanity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Turn it on. Well, in one year, we turned the uh, fan page from 23,000 to 106,000,
1: Amazing! all
2: organic followers. Yeah. Like, wow. That's just crazy. Wow. And, uh, and, and organic, that's a key thing for me. Organic, keeping it real. I don't, good buy time to do it. I don't buy followers. Yeah. I don't buy anything and, uh, you know, keeping it real. And, uh, so we ended up doing it. People kept saying, Danielle, can you try this? Can you show them how to do this? I'm like, hell yeah, I'm home. Let's go. So that's what we did. And so that ended up, so the studio that I started with was over there on the other side of my, my uh, lanai here. And then I had this section built here. So I ended up buying, this is a massive, where I'm sitting right now, is a massive Husky mechanics cart. A couple mm-hmm. thousand bucks for this. Uh, my buddy Jason Whitcomb from All American Fabricators made my logo behind me. We The awesome. lights that are here, you guys can't see them, but the lights that come in here, because it's quite dark underneath the lanai. And then we started opening it up every single day and doing something. And it could have yeah. been something as simple as a breakfast buffet. It could have been something as biscuits. Um, we did so many recipes in one year. I ended up writing 500 recipes. And oh, uh, we're working on book two wow. and three right now, as it is. And literally, that's literally, I, I, I couldn't stop because I didn't want to stop. You know, I need yeah. to keep busy and, and I need to show people and I need to connect with people. And that was a big part of it.
0: Oh, yeah. Because every, mm. every day alive, I, I I I'm a mailman by trade by trade by trade, trade yeah, yeah so I'd always have you on in my pocket with the earbuds in listening to what you're doing I'm like all right I got to stop for a minute I got to see this yep. <laughs> you know yep. you know but every day and it's like oh man and and it was like every day non didn't miss a beat yeah didn't miss yep. a day you you literally could guarantee on on you to be yep. there which is which um. You know, which really connected,
2: with a lot of connected a lot we of did. people
0: and helped a lot of yeah. people because people yeah. didn't know what to do.
2: Sold we- a lot of Traggers. <laughs> we sold a lot of Traggers. And that- God bless Trager for being so supportive because every class we did, every Traeger Live we did, um, you know, my, my clients are some incredible humans and I like the companies I work with. Shout out to them, of course, you know. They're like, Danielle, you know, just keep doing your thing. You're, you know, we're happy, like, you know, and, and they're just so damn supportive. And so that's what I did. And. It was just amazing, and you know, we did that for a solid year, a solid year. That's and awesome. of course, we had to back off the last few months, but I got business now, I have a lot of business to work on. But uh, yeah, I'm really grateful, I'm really grateful for people reaching out. I'm so I have the best freaking fans in the world. I do, I, I, I have said this before, I will say it again. The, my fan base is spectacular. Um, my cookbook after we're going to the year five and a half. It's still selling like gangbusters and yeah. it's an awesome awesome testament to great fans, real recipes mm-hmm. that work and just being real always 24/7. Speaking
1: gosh, of gosh. such recipes, Mike C says peachy keen ribs will be in our next book and they are fantastic. Well, will they be what they say? will be in her next book. Is this what is this peachy keen ribs you they speak of? I must know.
2: So we so we did a uh with uh, with a couple of groups that I do on Clubhouse. So I I'm part of tri- trifecta on clubhouse. The so clubhouse is of course the newest social app. Yep. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to open up a barbecue group and I'm going to call it barbecue and grilling goodness because the world needs a lot more positivity. Yes. You know what? We see enough shit on TV. We see enough crap <clears throat> yep. every single day. Oh, yeah. And I want to elevate people and bring them up and remember mm-hmm. that every single day you can make things taste better. Um, and so what I did was I created this club on clubhouse. I put off clubhouse for a year because I'm like, okay, seriously, do I need something else? I need another <laughs> social media right and so the, the funny thing is is that I, I went back on my emails and i was of the very first beta testers testers that was was invited and i put it off for a year um and then i finally accepted uh clubhouse's invite to come on as a barbecue expert and um and then really quickly grew the group, like quickly. Okay, so we're well over a 1,000 members now and 1,000 followers. And, and on Clubhouse, it's a little different than any other social media app because it's all auditory, right? Mm-hmm. It's all auditory. And so I uh, met some <clears throat> great people perfect example and uh, you know connected with some incredible people that i would never have known worldwide so friends from ireland friends from england friends from all over the world which is really kind of interesting because we're all driven by the love of food and goodness and not just barbecue i'm talking about just like you know i have a friend now a uh, chef david over in england he is a chocolatier he's not just a chocolatier he's an expert master chef uh, another master chef of mine that i've become really close to this past year was chef sean and, and Jordan. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. and so we, we created these groups. Um, there's three groups and we, we work every single day to elevating food and booze and cigars, because those are the things I love. I love (laughs) barbecue and grilling. I love all things bourbon. I love drinking new wines and trying and experimenting and learning about wine. And I love cigars. And so typically that's, that's an unusual combination. So food, booze, cigars is one of the groups and then ask uh, a chef because I am actually a chef first and foremost before a barbecue and most people don't even know that about me
1: <laughs> right right you know, they, they
2: just know dvq the, the barbecue but i'm actually yep. a chef um and, and did you know private chef services before and things like that so it's kind of this, this this weird little world that i've fallen into there as well and having the ability to transfer that information to the public and you know share it right it's all like this is all free it's all shared and so we did a group a couple of days or a couple of weeks ago now and they asked me to make a custom recipe so i did a Peachy keen bourbon peach ribs, Oof. and I walked everybody through the recipe. So anybody that was in our club could access the recipe and actually the step by step. The recipe is actually up on my Instagram, and I'm so grateful for all the followers there because they're real people. I, you know, I'm not much of the bromance. Uh, I'm not much of the bro culture. I just don't get into that. I just do my own thing. And and uh, one of the great things is is that. People really resonate with my recipes because they always work and they're real recipes. And uh, and this recipe has gone and done so well because people just love it. It literally uses preserve. You can get them at you know your local <coughs> big box retailer. Yep, yep. I'm, I'm not trying to you know change the world here. I'm trying to make people just cook better and consistently. <laughs> and that's the most important elevation
1: thing. is yes. key. Yes,
0: yes, Kent. She did say Houston. We um, yeah, are you at, are you attending uh, the light going to be attending in 2022. I have invites for ten teams. They want me to come cook with them.
2: Um, I'm not sure right now, at this point in my schedule, whether I'm going to go. Uh, but um, I, you know, right before the pandemic, like literally, I was looking at properties, a secondary house in Magnolia, and a couple other places, Tomball and Heming. Yeah, right custom cutting boards. Yep. I was, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I love Houston. I think Houston is, and, and with no apologies, I will say this: I believe Houston is probably one of the very best barbecue
1: cities in the world in the world. Tell us why. Uh, I need no to know. No apologies
2: on it. Uh-uh.
1: What's your opinion it's on exact- it? Why? What is it? What is it about Houston that there makes
2: are, it? Houston is such a great melting pot of flavors mm-hmm. and impressions. Um, so you've got old school, new school, great in- great inspirational barbecue oh. um you've got so many good people out there that are doing such amazing barbecue that that doesn't make it onto a lot of top 50 lists and you know remember that's only one person's opinion right right and so one of the key things is is that i think that there is such an incredible amount of, of barbecue there that's delicious and amazing to access and so like regal's barbecue and gatlin's barbecue and um you know uh Tombow has got one of the the best places out there there's so and black's barbecue and and then going over to Austin again, <clears throat> you're going back to La Barbecue, mm-hmm. Valentina's, Tex Mex. Like there's so much good barbecue within like just a couple of hours of that whole area. So I was looking for a second property to buy uh, when I was there, and I actually just I actually just bought an investment property today here in uh, here in Florida. I bought a secondary property here instead, but you know you'll probably see me buying another property out there, you know, uh, because you know. Who doesn't want more properties in Barbecue lands?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The reason we brought it up is uh, r- rumor has it a whole group of us are going to be heading down. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want—I don't want to curse myself like I did last year, but right. it has been taken <laughs> under advisement. Yes, on Houston. Yes, the subject of that particular, which event. is usually in February, right? Yes, twenty sixth, seventh, and eighth coming up. I think.
1: Count me in, brother. Absolutely. Uh, you, absolutely. You, never,
2: you never know, though. I, I'm a fan of flights. As everybody knows, I will hop a flight. For, I have literally flown to Houston to go eat a pastrami sandwich and come
0: back. <laughs> ah! <laughs> done that? You We've know, done Ragle, that?
2: Ragle, I got to tell you, got to tell you, Regal's Barbecue, uh, Regal's Barbecue over on Boss, Um, their pastrami and their whole hog. Uh, not to mention, like, their, their brisket's spectacular, too, and their ribs are good, too. But, like, literally, it's worth a flight. Oh, yeah. I truly mean that. You know? know? And I'm, not, I'm that kind of person. You know? Like. Life is too short for bad barbecue. I trademarked that statement like, what, 14 years ago? I actually trademarked it. Did that. you really? And and I, yeah. That yeah, is amazing. I truly, believe it. I truly believe it, though. You know, life's too short for bad barbecue. Life's too short, period, though, right? So if you want something, go after it and go get it because we're not getting any more minutes. We're not getting any more seconds. We're not getting any more days. You better all, you know, enjoy your life. And do what you love and go after it every single oh, day. Oh, amen. So, and and lead and lead whatever life you think is good for you. That's all that matters.
0: Oh yeah, because you know, back in back in the day, me and the boys were like, Oh, you know, you want to go to lunch tomorrow? Yeah, what do you want to do? Go let's hop on the Harley's and uh, we'll go get some wings in New York. <laughs> 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 we drive to New York to take do, the bikes you and know, drive you do, to New York.
2: You do know that I have a Harley,
0: right? Oh, um, well, that's on our list. It's here. on the list. It's on the <laughs> list. Like- how did you see my notes? We do our homework, Danielle. <laughs> nice I also have a question over Beaver Nuggets from Bucky's. Buc- Buc- so we'll get there too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You guys have been watching my story.
0: Huh? I was I was I was told to come come correct with you, and I'm coming correct. Oh, we knew this before your stories. <laughs> uh, so what do you ride?
2: Um, I ride. Are you ready for this? So I've got a beautiful, brand new. I've got the fastest bike Carly makes. It's a 131 screaming <gasps> Eagle. Woo! and she's all and she's all custom nice. she's all custom her name her name is raven. raven all my vehicles so my my big f-250 her name is uh serena my bike is named raven my f-150 is named onyx
1: oh. so now you say screaming eagle now what model what model is it though and that's just the engine so is it uh a- did, did you go to my
2: instagram did you should go look at her she's gorgeous
1: i have to she's beautiful Beautiful.
2: (laughs) um i picked her up after uh yeah i love harley's and she's so powerful that i am actually gonna go retake and this is a true story i got on her and drove her just literally around half a block and went i'm gonna go take the harley course again and i'm dead serious really that's how strong you you remember you
1: remember when the screaming eagles were the 110s right when i bought 103s at first
2: Thirty-one, one thirty-one.
1: So is it like a just scary? What, what kind of body is a Dyna or a Road Glide, Street Glide fairing attached? What do you ride? Keep going, keep going. Road Glide, going bigger, uh, bigger. Ultra Classic.
2: No bigger. Road King. King. Yes.
1: Road King. Ooh. With but the hard bags or soft Shears,
2: bags? As, as, I, I'm just gonna say she's a queen. Hard bags. Hard, bags, hard bags, and you hard you bags. take
1: this clear fairing I, off. You you rod dog yeah, in it, and, or you I've use got, the fairing, I've, I've got or the shields rather. Some,
2: I've got them up here, honey. You got the that's apes. What got. You got the
1: apes. So <laughs> oh he, my he's Lord got no. the apes. So you got the apes, but yeah. do you use the wind, the clear wind guard, or you just wild dog it? What do you do?
2: Clear wind.
1: You you in use the wind. the wind? In the wind. It helps with the bugs the and shit, I know. And the Screaming Eagle started
0: with the 88, because that's my, my fat boy. Back in the day. I was, I, I got the so 100th bought anniversary. A
2: fat boy. Mm. I almost bought a fat boy. And, um. You know, I, I saw this bike and she, I was at Daytona and the bike week and I was walking around and I'm like, I don't see shit here. And there was nothing, there was no inventory on bikes at all because everybody's buying bikes, right? I'm in Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody was buying bikes. So I ended up going over uh, on a, a, by the way, a barbecue friend's recommendation. No joke. You know, once again, using the friend network saying, and I texted a friend of mine, Craig, and I said, Hey, Craig, I can't find a bike here to, to save my life. and. I I texted him and said like, what the hell dude? Like, there's no inventory here this year. He's like, everybody has bought the bike. Everybody has bought them. So I ended up going over, um, a little further away and saw this bike walked in and I knew I was in trouble. Mm -hmm. You ever, you ever walk into a place and you know, you see something, and you are in trouble mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter what that sticker says. You're coming home with it. Yep. And she is in that category. Yep.
1: Now, was with the sticker or what, twice, what my wife says. If I want to coming home. She
2: was, <laughs> yeah, she was double, double my budget. Oh. And the second I sat on, the problem was I should never have sat on her. That oh, that's the, okay? yeah. I was fine walking around her. <laughs> I was fine looking at her. The second I sat on her and turned her on, I'm like, oh, damn it. And yep. I knew in that second, I'm like, "This bike somehow is coming home with me." I
0: hate to see, and it that's
2: what changes. happened. Yeah.
0: Absolutely, yeah. We got we got uh, Laconia Bike Week starting this weekend uh-huh. up in uh, nice. up in the lakes region. So that that is going to be going to be loud in the neighborhood. So that's going to be fun. But and I,
2: and
1: I just love the Road King with the with the with the big well, skirt got, lights on the my front, girl's got got the big skirt lights,
2: uh, pipes, oh. and everything else. She's yep. all custom. She's all custom. The only thing she's missing is that on the, my hard bags. Um, I'm actually going to get the DivaQ flame black on black on her.
1: Because I want the two flames. So from my
2: logo, I've got to get those flames on her. And she's just, she's sexy and she's beautiful and she's just, um, I've got a new uh, photo shoot. I did a photo shoot a little while ago with her and I'm pretty excited. Pretty stoked about it.
1: What? (laughs) Speaking of flames. I'm looking at it right now.
0: You know, obviously, you know, we're, um, you know, you're Involved in working with Traeger for years now, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, stand through the product. But yeah, absolutely. When we when you had said flames, it it sparked a little thing. Can you tell us about the uh, the Thermapen with the flames on mm.
2: it? So most people don't realize and know the story. Wow, you guys, I'm so impressed. You Y'all know, you know the, the you know the Thermapen I'm
0: talking about, Thank right? You. With the flames. So
2: many, many, many years ago. So many years ago, Thermapen only made basic ass colors. That's all. And, and by the way, um, a lot of people don't know that before I was a barbecuer, I actually have a 10-year you know, corporate career as an HR operations manager. I have double degrees. I have a three-year degree in business marketing and a three-year degree in HR, uh, HR operations. And I did, them, I did the second degree while I was working, actually. So it was really hard. And I, I've, I've taken a lot of that kind of stuff, that marketing, and applied it to my current life. And so what I, I proposed to Trager, or sorry, not to not Trager, to thermalworks was I, I sent them a little thing, and I, I had a friend of mine, Wayne, he I said, like, I don't know shit about Photoshop. And I said, hey, um, Thermalworks is missing out on an entire market here, like totally missing out like, why don't they have any custom thermopens? I mean, like there's an entire industry here of barbecuers and chefs and, and military and everything else. Like I'd love to have a custom thermopen, you know? And so what I did was I, he helped me out and he drew it up. I said, yeah, that's what I want. I said, here, these are the flames I want. This is the thermopen. And, uh, so yeah, I'm actually the reason why Thermopen actually has custom thermopens now, (laughs) because I sent it off to them. I'm like, Hey guys, you need to produce this, uh, because this is what the public wants. And I, um, that was, oh my God, that's like 10 years ago. And that's when they started producing custom thermofence and custom logos. And that's why we have the army, the military, the Marines. Mm -hmm. These are all very important things to me. Um, that's why we have the camel one. That's why we have the flame one. And they, um, they, they, you know, Thermalworks has been a partner of mine because of that since then. And they, yeah, that's actually the reason. So most people don't realize, yeah. So you're welcome, everybody.
1: <laughs> That's he's damn good story. Damn good story.
2: It's a true. It's a true story. Yeah. I, damn, you guys did some research. That's impressive.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh Bill. Brother Bill, Chicken Fried Barbecue, fifth place for Love Chase.
2: Him. Tell him I sent him, him, him hugs and kisses. I need a hug from that boy.
0: <laughs> a time, Bill, Bill's friend. a good guy. Just became a grandpa. Hmm. Yeah. Beautiful little girl last week or the oh, week before. Congrats, oh yeah! Congrats. Just got a little package for uh, Mi-
1: fifth Mr. place, Texas
2: family. Fifth
0: place yeah. for Chase one and team of the year. Uh-huh. So yeah. congratulations! Amazing. He was smart crushing man. it. Smart man. Yeah, awesome really guy. Awesome guy. All right, so yeah. we you had you had a little uh, chuckle over the Beaver Nuggets from Bucky's. <laughs> you know, I was trying to explain to him what the Beaver nu- be- Beaver Nuggets from Bucky's are. What's Uh, what's the story? Okay,
2: so I have been a you know I've been going to Texas well since I started my barbecue career and Bucky's has been around a long time and so my my friends in the rest of the states and in Canada didn't understand why i would like get excited all the hell like seriously it is like going to candy land i mm. swear to god bucky's is the bomb um and they've got you know uh when you walk into a bucky's they've got first of all if you're in a regular size bucky's they've got first of all they've got an 18 foot counter just jerky i love jerky i love eating beef jerky okay but they got turkey jerky which i don't think is real jerky but nonetheless they've got a whole bunch of beef jerky they've got all these different flavors then they've got like a hundred feet of beverages they've got great cold brew But then they have their. This is this is the thing, okay? I'm I'm in the process of legally trademarking the word "superior snackage" because I do everything legally. You know, I got lawyers like you wouldn't believe. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta tell you, lawyers. You know, they're worth it, but damn, they're expensive. So, nonetheless. So, you go into Bucky's and it's like literally like the superior level of all things goodness for snacks. Okay. Mm. So, you got your Bucky's, you got your Kalachis, you got your jalapeno cheddar biscuits, you've got your fudge bar, you've got your nut bar, you've got a really great barbecue like entire center section that's done by another friend of mine. He actually works with Bucky's. So, you've got like this literally Mac Daddy, like 100,000 square foot. Incredible place, and then you got a hundred pumps outside. It includes death, which makes my heart happy because I freaking hate like you know loading my truck up with death. It's such a bullshit thing. So nonetheless, you've got all this goodness, okay, and you've got all this wonderful like great selection, and then you've got great salads like they're good cob salad, they've got a good Caesar salad, they've got all these stuff. But then you get into their bag stuff. So you got your bag macadamia nut uh, popcorn. You've got their cheesy, you know, incredible goodness. They've got pork rinds. They've got pork cracklings. They've got all the nuts. They've got the dip pretzels. I could keep going on. Snack However, central. Snack central. One snack above all. And you guys remember that cereal corn pops and, you know, you know, the corn yellow, pops. Yeah,
1: yellow, yellow, yellow so corn bea- pops. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yellow. Okay. So beaver nuggets are like corn pops on crack. Okay. What? And so beaver nuggets come in cinnamon sugar. They come in white cheddar. They come in cheesy jalapeno. They, they are like the ultimate snackage for the road. And I'm all about road snacks. And so can <laughs> I load, I load up my Yeti. It's so funny. I load up my Yeti. It's always in the back of my truck. And we stop, and, bu- and, and then you've got sausage on a stick. And so, like, be- beaver nuggets are, like, this just crazy, incredible snack that I love. And here's the funny thing. Bucky's invited me to their grand <laughs> opening. <laughs> <laughs> because they know that I have, a, I, I have Bucky's blankets. Um, I have Bucky's pants. I have Bucky's shirts. Um because I'm such a super fan, I am an absolute super fan Amazing. of all these buckies. But Beaver Nuggets are like corn pops on crack, and everybody needs them yep. in their life.
0: Jujuke Moreno oh. says, "Put Beaver Nuggets in a bowl and pour some milk. Damn good cereal."
2: <laughs> 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 I have never done that, but I can totally see why you would do it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! But you know, Danielle, it's um obviously you know the podcast and everything we've. I, We've we've done, and I I started. We started the show three years ago. Mm -hmm. We had, uh, messy Mike Pop Crawdaddy started with us. He left. Messy Mike was here for two years. Then he went for his um, food um, food trailer, and then Greg popped in. So you know this is really you know one of my babies, and you know like I said earlier, I really owe it to you know you're a big part of it for the inspiration Mm -hmm. of me getting into barbecue. But there is something you have done that's one of your babies. Somewhat, not similar, but to more of a grandstand. Can you tell us a little about the barbecue crawl?
2: So I had my own show. So I'm one of the very fortunate people that have had some barbecue TV experience. Um, TV is a weird little world. TV is such a screwed up little world. <laughs> I keep getting offers to do more, and I'm like, no, it has to be the right project for the next one. But so, Barbecue Crawl was a three year show that I that actually came out of my life. Funny enough, the producer actually came at, of like literally out of what I was doing organically. So I've eaten at over 600 barbecue. I love barbecue. Okay, like I got this cigar or sorry, this tattoo on my arm that says "Live, breathe, eat barbecue." It's got a skull and a, and a cleaver. And one of the things is is that I, I think that you know, there's a lot of people out there that call themselves barbecue experts, pit masters, all that whatever BS they're, they're, they're spewing out. And the thing is, though, is if you haven't been to every barbecue region, how do you call yourself a barbecue expert? That's a crock. And it really is, okay? Because I truly believe if you're going to call yourself a pit master, if you're going to call yourself an actual barbecue expert, then you have to get your ass out of whatever apartment you're in or house you're in, okay? And you have to get out and experience it. And I mean, really experience it and not just, you know, go eat a sandwich and call it a day. I mean, get to know the pit masters that are, get to know the regional differences that are out there, get to know the people that are behind the pits. And, And one of the key things that I was doing on my own dime, well before the TV show, well before all that was I literally would get in the truck. I have driven this entire country, this country I'm in right now. So I'm in Florida. I have driven this country five times, crisscross five times crisscross the whole country in my truck, um, eating barbecue. And the reason is that if I was going to go and, and have this career called barbecue, right. And and be an actual barbecue expert, That one of the key things for me was the fact that I was going to experience every region of barbecue, Mm. eat at every region of barbecue, get to meet the pitmasters, get to experience all of these regional areas to actually have a comprehension of what that actually means in this country. So one of the key things was that a producer came to me and said, I have been watching your Instagram and it's insane. I've never seen anybody be that obsessed with barbecue. And we'd like to propose a show with the Travel Channel. And I said, all right. I said, but here are my rules. You cannot give me words to say. Mm. I don't like speaking other people's words. I don't. I really don't do it. I don't do well with edited stuff. because at the end of the day, this is me. If you don't like me, that's okay. <clears throat> if you like me even better. But I don't want to be, like I don't want to be that talking head. That's a big deal in my life. It's an integrity thing. Um, so if you're gonna do the show, I said, you know, it's got to be me in a truck because this is what it actually looks like. You mm. know, This is not some cushy thing. I'm actually hauling a trailer. I'm hauling wood, I'm hauling my own stuff and you know, it's not pretty. I am not a GQ, uh, you know, I'm not a Victoria's secrets model. I am a plus size woman who knows her shit inside and out and will do her own thing 24 seven.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and that's what happened. And so what they pitched it to travel channel, travel channel said, hell yeah, we want the show. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> We did, uh, we did three years. It went to 157 countries. Uh, It was picked up by a company called Beyond Distribution. 157 countries picked up the show. Um, And so I did three years for the Travel Channel, and I got to pick places where I wanted to go for the most part. For about 95% of the show, it was all places I had been, loved, respected, and just admired the pitmasters because I thought it showed real stories. Mm. Not some saturated, you know manufactured, edited kind of like backstory on things. So like everything from like Helen Brown's barbecue in, in, uh, sorry, Helen Turner's uh, barbecue in Brownsville, Tennessee to, you know, some of my favorite joints in LA to, you know, going to places that I love to eat, you know? And so we got to show this incredible show for three years and then I was done. And, uh, it was awesome. It was really awesome to have the opportunity to showcase people because barbecue at the core of it is usually mom and pop places. They're giving it everything they got. Mm -hmm. You know, this is why I've never come out with a top 20 list. This is why I've never gone and put a top 10 list. I'm more than qualified to do more than qualified. At the end of the day, I would never want my words to negatively impact a joint because that could be somebody's college fund. That could be somebody's, you know, Tuesday bill paying. whatever they got going on. And so barbecue crawl came out of that. And I'm, I'm really, I'm so proud of that show because we showcased all these incredible mom and pop joints all over the United States and how hard it is. Cause this is not easy work. Barbecue is not easy at its core, right? Mm. There are fluctuations in meat, in, in meat prices. There are fluctuations in wood. There are fluctuations in, in accessibility. Then people come in, some, some jerk on Yelp puts a review up and you're like, are you serious, dude? you're going to complain about a nine 99 pork sandwich. Well, pork price is just what, you know, so there's a lot going on with that show. True. And then we, we threw in some competition and showed the fact that, you know, <clears throat> here we are doing pristine boxes of, of barbecue. And, you know, sometimes we come in the top 10. Sometimes we sank out big time. Cause that's the reality. That's what happens. Right. So yeah, I'm really proud of that show. I'm, I'm always going to be proud of that show.
1: Yeah. It, it was, it's a good, good memories for sure. That's awesome. Do you have a, a, <clears throat> Favorite barbecue place or joint or spot outside of the U.S. that you've traveled to?
2: Um, there's some really amazing barbecue in Norway. There's mm-hmm. some really amazing barbecue in England. Okay. Um, I've, I've had to, to some spectacular barbecue in Australia. And, and the thing is is that these are all coming out of the love of American barbecue. Chris, he's so from Australia. Shout out, to my, shout out to my friends over for the barbecue mafia. I am one of the mafia, actually, officially. We do good barbecue. uh, When you do meat stock, Auckland. When you do, I got to give a a huge shout out to my friends in Australia and New Zealand, because I got to tell you, you know, if you think that only great barbecue comes from America, you're wrong. Um, there are, and, and this is mass respect to my country of choice, which is America. Here, uh, but my friends in Australia, they are kicking ass and taking names. Yeah, yeah. we are. Sad.
1: And Christy's from are Australia, they, right here, our producer. Yeah, yeah. And Australia's so, our second largest market, market yeah. outside of our first largest market outside of the U.S. So we have a lot of. A lot of Australians watching the show today. Yeah, we don't
2: muck around.
1: You don't. We don't like a good barbecue. Shout out to
2: my friends in Australia. God bless y'all. I cannot wait to come back. <laughs>
1: like you guys,
2: they're amazing humans, though, too. Like, they're just so collaborative and, uh, to the Barbecue Mafia, my friends down under, love y'all, miss y'all, cannot wait to come back. And
1: I just said this the other week, Meat Stock is a place that we need to, we have to visit. Go, yeah. It's just one of those things.
2: Meat Stock, you know, I did Meat Stock Auckland right before COVID, and uh, I loved it. You know, I had a blast. You know, it's an insane amount of food we put out, Amazing. and Traeger <clears throat> is such a massive presence there, and so I'm so proud of them. And, uh, you know, making barbecue great is such a big part of it, right? Every single day, consistent repeatable results. you got to love it
1: unbelievable The oh, sure. traeger for sure. obviously is, is your go-to you compete on traegers i know you have what 65 plus grills at your house or something like that i wraps originally, around your I originally pool. had
2: 60 65 um <laughs> so i've had everything <laughs> you know like once again it goes to that that ocd obsessive compulsive nature that i have that if you're going to talk about barbecue you better be able to run every barbecue right so whether it's an old hickory whether it's a big green egg whether it's a you know, uh, you know, a reversal of gravity, whether it's whatever the case may be, all of these grills are important to the industry. And so I learned how to use all of them. If you're going to call yourself a barbecue expert, why not? Why wouldn't you? You know, um, and and my grill of choice is a Traeger hands down for consistent, repeatable results. Absolutely. Uh, You know, I make no bones about it, you know, but the thing is that people, you understand that I've owned all of them (laughs) and that's -hmm. a good thing, Yeah, you know? I love the fact that I can speak intelligently on all, you know, whether it's a beautiful offset, that's gorgeously welded, you know, I love, oh man, there's nothing sexier than seeing a gorgeous weld seat. I'm telling mm-hmm. you right now, when you see those beautiful beads of welds, mm-hmm. that is a sexy ass thing to watch online. Moberg, um, you know, some friends of mine do some excellent pits and, and there's a lot of good pit builders out there. Um, on the commercial side of everyday residential units, I think Traeger beats everybody. I truly do.
1: Mm. And that's
2: why I put my name with them. You know, I take that shit really seriously. Yeah, <laughs> I really absolutely. do. Absolutely. Um, but there are lots and lots of different pits out there. And everybody brings something to the table. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's an industry that it's it's so extrapolated now that uh, it's great to see innovation. It's great to see the the research and development has always come along with it. And I love the fact one of the number one things I love, I love making other people, backyard rock stars. I do mm-hmm. barbecue backyard rock stars is what you are. You know, when you can go and you have somebody send you a text or a DM or an email and says, you help me do this. There is nothing more rewarding than that. Like yep. seriously. Um, that's awesome. And if I can help more people then that's what I'm here for, that's, that's my life goals to make everybody cook better, barbecue better. And, uh, you know, kick ass at the grill. I
1: awesome. love, I love your life goals.
2: Yeah. And I commend absolutely. them. You know, that's what I do. Absolutely. You know, this, is, this is what I do every single day. And I love, I love the community. I love the fact that if I'm in Massachusetts or Rhode Island or Texas or, or California, you know, I've got barbecue family everywhere, you know, and that's so amazing to say that if I, if I land in England right now, I know that there is at least uh, you know twenty people that are really excited that I'm there, or Ireland, or anything else, and that's pretty amazing to have that impact. No you, know ha-
1: you have now extended your family to that's Pit it. Life Barbecue Podcast, and we are not too far from Boston, and I live only fifteen minutes north of Boston. So when you're back in when you're here in town, we will hook up. That's it, and you know if if you ever find yourself in New Hampshire with.
0: You know,
2: you know, I saw, I saw some. Food we can the twist the throttle. That, that did that. That literally made me uh, a little happy. You know, he was loading up a, a grill the other day, and, and I'm like, damn, I want some of that brisket. You Who's know? this? And that's always a good thing. Got to love a broker, right? Barbecue broker.
1: Oh, are oh, you talking about me? You're yeah. the barbecue oh. broker. <laughs> yeah here you. Here. I, I, I didn't. I didn't hear, barbecue hear the broker. broker key chain. Oh, yeah. thank you. I didn't hear. I didn't hear. The, I didn't hear you say yeah, my name.
2: Clue, buddy. I didn't hear my. I didn't hear my <laughs> name.
1: I got a keychain for you. I'll yeah. send it. Dude, <laughs> you want to buy a bell? Come on. Yeah. Uh, uh. But Danielle, th-
0: we're up against the clock, but thank you so much for taking some time to join us. Absolutely. I greatly appreciate it. I uh, We thank you for everything you do. Keep doing you. That's, it's the best. Any, any- it's the best. And. Hopefully, uh, you'll be open to do a part two because I haven't even got to the death by diva des- <laughs> dessert. Oh,
2: you know, for you guys, I will come back on your show. Absolutely, <laughs> thank you. Death by diva has made a lot of money and a lot of people
1: happy. Uh, we need to excited. know more about we're that. We're pretty
2: stoked about that.
1: Well, I will. Oh, I will yeah. be picking your brain about that in the next clubhouse chat. <laughs> All, all right, yes. so Daniel, hang on one second. We're just gonna close this out be well, right before p- we go to tell everyone where they can find you that does not oh, yeah. know, that doesn't know. Oh, we'll okay. obviously you have all your links so, in you the know, description, but yeah, still, Yeah, you
2: know what it's pretty easy, you know, um one of the things I always teach people if you're gonna have a barbecue business, make all your names the same across every social media platform. It's pretty easy. Go to Google, type in Diva, Q, BBq. I'm available. I'm on Instagram, Boom. Facebook, uh, all social media, Twitter. And also shout out to him, the people that support me the most, Traeger Grills, Duluth, because you know I rock the Duluth, You're a Duluth every girl. single yes. day. Yep. I'm a Duluth girl, real clothing for real people. Mm-hmm. God bless them. i got to give a shout out to ThermaWorks, Yeti, Victorian Ox, and many more, Sitka, and you can check out all of the things that I use on my Instagram. I actually now, because so many people during COVID, oh my God, I was so tired of answering questions about, about what do I use? Because I use real equipment. Um, there's actually an entire link tree now up in my Amazon of products that I use cool. every single day. This is real stuff, whether it's in my kitchen, on the grill, um, so check that out. Thanks to everybody for supporting the cookbook. I cannot believe we're going into printing number five, wow. and that's pretty oh, awesome. It, God bless that's y'all. Amazing you! Amazing. Know, someone
0: like wow. did ask about that. Where, where can they find the book? You know, the
2: Amazon.com any- in the US. On in Canada, it's on chapters. At uh, overseas, you can go to Riverside. Um, they have it. Alton's Barbecue World in UK has it, and uh, certainly. Thank you all very much. We've got some more stuff coming, and I'm excited for the future. COVID might have slowed us down a little bit on the product side, but we're coming. We're coming strong in 2022.
0: So Making I'm a big comeback. Love awesome, it. Awesome, awesome. Thank hold you, Hold on one Danielle, second while we do the thank outro. Thank you
1: so much. Stay with us a minute.
0: What an interview. Wow. Unbelievable.
1: Oh. Wow. I, I, I'm officially geeked out. I, I mean, I've been giddy for weeks yes. now, and told, or a month. I said, "Then y'all might come on the show. I mentioned to yeah, you. That's what I said. I go, Yo, BBQ? You didn't believe me. You I didn't, didn't me. At, first. You, at first. You were getting into the bottle at that point. Well, I, I mean, when to sit in a long night and a little bit of bourbon, you know, goes a long way. I know. You know how now I roll. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well,
1: hey. Crush it this weekend. Thank you. I appreciate it. I got it. the books for Keep Billy book. to Sign. Give it to me.
0: My book and Chef Johnny's. All right, we'll have them we'll have them sign for you. But uh Well, that's it this week, folks. We'd like to thank you for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and notification bell. You have Mm -hmm. all our episodes right there at your fingertips. On social media, you can find us at all the links listed Mm -hmm. in the description down below. Next week, we have... We have Big Rome coming on to talk about his new release... Of his personal seasoning, the competition saison saison. Mm-hmm. So we got. We I'm got excited. A, it, it, it's, excited. It's on its that. way. So we're going to going to rock that next week. So that'll be good. Ah. Questions or comments? Send them to BBQ Podcast at gmail.com and like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. We love you guys. Thank you so much <clears> for the support. <throat> All our sponsors, check them out. Yep. And uh, until
1: next week, keep, keep the, the smoke, smoke rolling. rolling